Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Barrage. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos, smash you, King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered, and you—you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number three eleven. Of the Sith list, I am one of your hosts, Araj Lachahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buargoyo, the man we call Crunch Crunch, Les Gonzalez. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm only saving it for the next time you ask me what's up. And <laughs> the man we call the king of all pods. Actually, I call him King Ball Pods. Everybody else calls him King Tom. What's up, King Tom Chansky? Sup. Sup. Speaking of sup, that's eh, nothing. That name makes sense. Randy, what's up, buddy? Sup. Sup. <laughs> Eric, don't continue this. <laughs> what is happening, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> we changed a lot and then some, some. <laughs> know that we have always been. Down, down, dick. I Come pointed on. down, down. Oh, so I knew. Relax. I, knew. I, I do. I just wanted to. You don't want. You don't want to be quoting three eleven songs with Les and I in here because we have done our three eleven journey, starting back. We've seen them multiple times. Yes. I know. We haven't seen them in about twenty years, but or 10, 15 years. But hey, man, nobody we had a great has. time. We saw them with Snoop Dogg in San Diego. And I was high as a kite. Concert ever, my favorite concert ever. Crazy, crazy show. And um, yeah, listen. All joking aside, man. Three Eleven. They're very good at what they do. What do they do? It's just what they do. It's not my thing, man. Thank you, Tom. Tom, what? Tom laughing. (laughs) Oh, I was laughing. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Well, you know, if it was your thing at one point, Three Eleven. Hey, man, they, they ran the show in that thing they did for about six, seven years. And then now they're just living off of it every year. They're still uh, playing arenas and doing a 311 day, making great money. Good for you, Nick Hexum. Plus, you dated a pussycat doll for about three years. So you win, Nick. Guys, other than that, how is, Les, did I ask you how you're doing? Oh, yeah, you just blew me off, but I don't care anymore. Guys, thank you for tuning in to the Sith List, episode number 311. Thank you so much. And um, we are going to uh, just jump into the shenanigans real quick because I want to find out how these guys are doing because I didn't ask them yet. 
Guys, check us out, sithless.com for all kinds of stuff. It all starts there. Podcast episodes, YouTube episodes, merch, and our Patreon link where you can click that thing and be a Patreon member. That way, you can hear things like The Way We Was, Ask Eric, The Weezer Talk, and we have a special thing coming up at the beginning of next month or early, well, the early in next month or the end of this month, and that is Boo and Brittany have an episode out, and boy, oh boy, it was pretty damn good. I have a clip art for all the patrons right now because you're going to see this. You guys ready for this? Nobody's seen this except for Randy. You ready, boo? Am I getting pissed on again? <laughs> no, you're not going to urinate it on. You're oh, going to love this. God. Guys, Brittany saw Top Gun for the very first time, and they recorded right afterwards. So I was inspired, and I did this. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is that? Oh, wow. sweet oh baby God. Jesus. And for the listeners, I have the original Top Gun poster, but wow. I have Boo as Tom Cruise, and Brittany as, um, that would be, who played her? Ke- McGillis? Kelly McGillis. Kelly yeah. McGillis. Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Both of them splitting images. Love it. Swap the faces. I should have. Yeah, really should have. You yeah. are making the most out of that Adobe subscription, my friend. Hey, man. Look at that. Oh, my Abu God. Boo, really, like, honestly, Boo, you like your face fit into Tom Cruise's pretty well. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's Tom Cruise's ears, by the way. That's That's not your ears. You look great with that head of hair, man. Yeah, that oh, hair man. is great. Yeah, and I like the 80s hair for Britney. Hair, hair club for Boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boo. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I'll get the, uh, I'll get the plugs. Uh, I'll make the appointment for the hair plugs. Yeah. Right. So you get all kinds of cool content. And you get the visual episodes. You get the reaction episodes, full reaction episodes without the crazy edits. So check us out, guys, on uh, Patreon. We'd love to have you as a patron. Other than that, how is everybody doing? This is the real version. Les, how are you, buddy? I'm doing just fine. Wow, that was a lot different than the first time. That Eric, how are you doing, buddy? Awesome and great, man. Awesome. Great. Followed immediately by great. Okay, nothing nothing uh, going on in anybody else's lives. Boo, anything special happening to you? No, no, nothing no? really. Okay, pretty uh, lame duck weekend. King Tom, yeah. you too? Randy, uh, everybody's yeah. all good. Oh, okay. We, Go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, we went on a little uh, trip over the weekend and meet up some, with some family and ended up at, um, and I got to send in a voicemail to Cano Bite Dispatch because we ended up at Brittany B- Brown's favorite amusement park, <laughs> uh, Hershey Park in central Pennsylvania. Oh, and, okay. Uh, it's, it's a bit unfair because it, it, no park comes close to, to Disneyland. Not even close. Um, right, right. But you know, Hershey Park it was all right. It ended up uh, raining on us. Mm. It was a nice day when we started, but then it rained on us and ended up like uh, you know, kind of hanging out under overhangs and waiting in line for rides, and then rain on the rides. We went to the arcade, took the kids to the arcade. I played my favorite game, won every time. It's mm. the one where you put a dollar in the machine and get four quarters out. That's the best kids game. A, that's the best game. Kids had, kids had a good time, though. That was the important yeah. thing. I went on a run on that game once. I put a 20 in. I got 20 back, and then it was awesome, the sound. Wow. I should have yeah. tried that. It was crazy. Well, cool, man. I'm glad you had a great time at Hershey yeah. Park. In well, I mean, it was it was no Disney. Yeah, it's hard to compete, man. We have a theme park called Nuts Farm down here in Southern California, and uh, Lorraine and I, we had a Disneyland pass, but they were offering Knott's Berry Farm passes for about $6 a month for their like lowest pass. 
And uh, you pay like 150 bucks down payment. Yeah. $6 a month. So we're like, how can we not pass? I mean, how can we pass this up? So we get our passes. We go there once and we never went back because we, we, we went there and the, the staff members don't want to be there. Uh, things are like dingy and dark and dirty. You're walking around. Nobody like really is happy being there. It's complete opposite of Disneyland. And now there's brawls every weekend over there. So <laughs> it's literally the Sith list yes. in an amusement park form. It is. Bingo. Right. And I don't need to do that again. I do that once a week. Sometimes kinda, twice. We kind of want to not be. I think they shut the park down. If I'm not mistaken, they had to. Yeah, they did. Down. Yeah, they shut it down because of uh, fights over. Yeah, recently. So of course, don't they make cookies or something? They make jam. They make oh, okay. boysenberry, boysenberry, boysenberry preserves. Champion though, it's chicken amazing. dinners. Very, very oh, good. Yeah. Mrs. Great Knott's champion. chicken dinner is incredible. I it saw is. Brandy in concert there once at Knott's Berry. Really. Brandy, that's a name I yeah. haven't heard wow. in a long Dang. time. Damn. Dude, it, well, was some, cool. it was some gang, gang banging going down that day, too. <laughs> that was way back then. Oh, man. I had yeah. a red hockey jersey and it. Was it drew, a Red Wing jersey? No, just a red, regular oh. old plain ass jersey. And it drew a very, a lot of attention. I would imagine. A lot of attention. I ended up having to change it before right right i ended up getting uh, jumped well they used to have a nightclub i used to see if you guys remember this they used to have a nightclub for kids that are teenagers called studio k yes and you go there and you act like you're 21 but you drink jolt and get all crazy it up on caffeine for all you old school fans out there um and then you take like three jolts and you feel like you did two lines of coke and you're like hell yeah let's do this <laughs> so that's uh that's how i that's how i grew up buena park california sounds like a way we was episode here yeah, right. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> Randy, you doing okay? Doing good, man. Just uh, staying busy, trying to find some time to uh, swing down to Comic-Con this weekend. Yes, please. That'd be great if you could let us know some info next week or something. Uh, that'd be great. Info, but, but I, don't know, just I, have... think, I think we'll all know the info. Like, well, I think so. I'm, San Diego. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, parking I mean, sucked. Yeah, tell me about it. That's the that's the real hanger on that, right? Like finding a a place to hang for a night and park. <laughs> that's yeah, it's, it's almost it's impossible. Really, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I'd be there with you, except for I'm probably going to have a kid uh, that weekend. <laughs> that's when that's that's when the babies do. The babies do on the 26th. I think that's right around when Comic Con is going to be happening. Um, I thought it was going to come out the 20th. That's what well, was my guess, but that's right now. So um, I told Lorena to hold off at least a couple hours here so I can get a <laughs> Sithless session. Um, so and, that 26th uh, is a Tuesday, right? Oh, I don't know. I just know him by numbers. Don't I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. No. Okay. All right. So we'll see. It, the baby's ready. If it's a Tuesday, you might have to do a reaction, dude. <laughs> oh, a midnight reaction. He's got the like, thumbnails ready. In the room. Yeah, do you have the thumbnails ready for it? Oh, you know I do. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. And I took a picture of a fake baby out of, of Google. So the <laughs> are they looking li- at the camera surprised? Yeah. Fake Lily is like screaming and looking at me. Nice. Nice. Okay. Good. You're a professional. Yeah. It's great. Right. And, le- and, and you, you and Les are there in there with us too. So it's, it's kind of cool. There was a- it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, have, have you gotten Lorena's uh, so surprise face yet? Oh yeah. Definitely got it. I, I took that last pregnancy when she was giving birth. Uh-huh. So I just, I just cropped it in there. It was, it was perfect. Oh, this is going to be a fun one, guys. 
Guys, I think we should just jump into the box office. Let's get the week in geek started. Here we go. And, and there's some stuff that I've saw and watched. So let's talk about that afterwards. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. Guys, box office. Eric loves that clip. That's why I keep playing it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, before I be, I, I forgot a couple of things, guys. Congrats to the scruffy looking podcasters for number 200. Uh, they just had their 200th episode. They are great dudes. Kevin, Jimmy, Chris, and Ed. Congrats. Just listen to their 200th. Emily was on. Fun episode. Uh, outpouring of congratulations by all kinds of people in our community that the Sith list is in. And great hanging out with all you guys, except for Jimmy. Jimmy was no dice for celebration. Oh, I thought you were saying it wasn't great hanging out with him. Um, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. It was great. <laughs> He's a great dude. And, and this is what we're going to do. This is going to be a total mess, like complete mess. But we're going to have all those guys on with us. And it's just going to be fucking 10 people <laughs> on this podcast. And we're just going to try to fucking wing it and have a party and have a good time. It's coming up. So get ready, people, um, for that. But um, other than that, and I also want to say, what's up, Corey Pope, just for the shits and giggles, because we love Corey Pope. Yeah, Corey Pope's awesome. Yeah, except for the Angels game thing. The box office, guys. Thor (laughs) suffered one of the biggest second weekend drops in MCU history, but it still made $46 million, $233 million in total. Minions, The Rise of Gru, $26 million, where the crawdads sing uh, a big 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is disappointing because Lorena read that book and absolutely loved it, and she was really excited about the movie coming out. And um, it looks like it's a piece of shit. Top Gun Maverick at 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. 12 million bucks still. And I believe it's at 1.2 billion now. 618 million domestically. Elvis, 7.6. I heard that it's great. And Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, rounds it off at $6.25 million. So there is your box office. Things we watched this week. I will go first. I finished the offer. That's the Godfather um, show. I know, Randy, you started it. Finished it. You liked it so much, you already finished it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a easy show to watch, like in the it background. Is. Yeah. So I just I just went through it that day. How'd you like it? I liked it a lot. It's really good. It's really it's, good, guys. Uh, that the story is a lot more uh, <laughs> exciting than you would imagine, assuming most of it's true. Yeah, but ninety percent um, of it's true. What I, I, I love read. the way they uh, light it. They light mm-hmm. it just like the fucking movie. It's yep. great. That's well, really good show. Really, really, good really show. good. Great actors. Oh god, Miles Teller is really like climbing the charts for me, man. He's everything I see him in. He just gets better and better and better. Yeah, he's 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 that's phenomenal. The Fantastic Four guy, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I really know him from. I'm sure I've seen him in other things. Ready Player One. He was. uh, No, definitely not in Ready Player One. I wish he was in Ready Player One. He wasn't the main guy. No, no, not the main guy. That was Tyler Sheridan and then. Yeah, Yeah, not Miles Teller. I wish he was in there. He was in the the Divergent series, I believe. He was in Divergent series. Yes, and he is in Maverick. He's the second lead in Maverick. So he's also in a pretty solid boxing movie called Bleed for This. Ooh, where he yes. it's the biography of a uh, Vinnie Paz. Yes. He was great in that one. How he was rising up until he nearly killed himself <laughs> in a car wreck. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. Been... I saw the movie. I thought it was Miles Teller the whole time. Oh no. 
I wish it was Miles Teller in it. I, I like him way better. Um, but yeah, offering. Here's the thing: if you are a Godfather fan, it's a goddamn must. And if you like like period pieces, '70s film, it's a must. And the cool thing is, out of respect to the Godfather, you never see them film. You never see the scenes filmed. Right. If that makes sense, you see the directors, the producers, sound guys filming the scenes right. that are the most popular, but you never see the actual scenes. Um, yeah, you see a couple sets, but yeah. right. Great. And I finished, um, and going off of that, I'm sorry. Uh, I talked to Randy about this the other day because I almost crapped myself on YouTube because I saw that heart of darkness is available on YouTube for the entire documentary. And this is something that was out. Francis Ford Coppola's wife filmed him and the situation that was going down during apocalypse. Now the actual filming of apocalypse now, which is even crazier than the offer for Godfather. It's insane. Um, so she filmed that and it was, I had it on VHS when I worked at Music Plus, then it went out of print. Then it came out on DVD for like a year and then it went out of print. I don't know if Coppola had anything to do with that, but somebody has it on YouTube right now, the entire thing. And it's an hour and 30 minutes. Um, so if you're into documentaries, check that out. Um, I think you'd dig it. Did you see that one too, Randy, or no? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. So check that out. Uh, so I, I was really excited about that. I, I, I am pretty close to finishing last kingdom and i finished under the banner of heaven boo i didn't fuck there it up go. this time <laughs> the book was called under the bridge of heaven so that's the book is a true crime book and this is under the banner of heaven and fantastic man. i've been watching some good stuff lately so that's my thing that's all i've been putting into this last week i've done a lot how about anybody else watch anything yeah what'd you get what'd you get uh, I've been watching the Resident Evil series on Netflix. Oh, okay. And <laughs> Randy looked like that. Yeah. Randy's eyes just got really big. Whatever. Yeah. Give us a give us a lowdown here. Uh, it's it is what it is. It's not <laughs> great. It's okay. not terrible. It uh, it, it's just try not to expect canon if that's what you can even apply to resident evil canon. or the okay. franchise or the series don't 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 try to expect that uh there's a major major changes for sure okay uh, first of all in just albert wesker in general but they do allude to a lot of things raccoon city is a huge part of it or it's an underlying thing and it, it goes from there so i, is I, there I any, like it any dobermans yes i'm in yes. that's all i need one doberman <laughs> One Doberman. That's all any, it takes. Any giant snakes? Nice. Uh, yeah. Actually, yes, uh, actually, there, there is a giant. Yes, oh, there is a giant. There's snake. a giant okay. centipede and a giant okay. spider. Oh shit! Okay, okay. There's a giant mutated centipede. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, well, I'm a little bit more interested. I, I've heard it's been getting trashed on. If I think it's still popular though, is it's it? still okay. doing its thing. Yeah, I think yeah. it's still number one right now because. Netflix doesn't have Stranger Things on continuous. Stranger Things was number two <laughs> as of last night. <laughs> I checked it. Yeah. Number one was actually the the Dakota Johnson period piece about her wanting to get married. Yeah. And then I've just been continuing with Westworld, and I think I finished oh, Barry. God. Damn it. Those are the two that I haven't missed. I, I knew I was missing something. Uh, that's why I started Last Kingdom again for season five, because I was like, okay, I'm up to date with everything. Evidently, I'm not. So Uhtred has to wait. Uh, Boo, did you watch anything? 
Yeah. Um, I, I watched uh, Terminal List with, uh, with Chris I've Pratt heard, on Amazon. I've heard great things about that. It's good. I wouldn't say great, but it's, okay. it's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's one of those where you can, you know, you don't have to, you know, oh, I got to see the next one. I got to see the next one. It's good. Chris Pratt does a good job. Uh, the action's good. You know, I, I've heard that it's, uh, uh, not not accurate is the wrong word. Um, what's the word? You know, where it's it's if if you were to ask like an actual you know Navy SEAL, they'd be like, yeah, that's pretty real. That that's Authentic. pretty real. That kind of thing. Authentic. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So it's good. Chris Pratt does a does a good job. It's sad. It's sad and it's and it's rough. There's some moments where you're like. Yeah, come on, come on! But but for the most part, it's it's pretty good. You you feel for you feel for Chris Pratt and his and his character. Everybody in it, you know, does does a good job. So I wouldn't say it's great, but it's good. Yeah, if if you're interested in, you know, if you watch Reacher or um, uh, a little bit of that. There's like a couple of scenes of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just finding something in the private yeah. chat. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> that Eric no, you're, sent. You're good. <laughs> oh, you're good. Um, so, yeah. Just just a little uh, bit. Not, not too much. Uh, okay. Um, but, yeah. But if you're into like Reacher or other military shows or. Yeah. You know, right if you up watch, there. Yeah. Right up there. I, I, I'd, I'd give it a I'd give it a look-see. So, yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, I also have a, saw. Somebody at work that says that it's great. So. Okay, good. Not and then Brittany and I uh, yesterday saw Maverick. Maverick, <gasps> my second time, her first time. Did you record? So, no, no, no. We, we still have to. We're going to. Um, she gave the original Top Gun a three out of ten. She said it was dog shit. And I was like, I'd, I wouldn't give it a three, but it is it is bad. Yeah. Lorena also I, did not like it at all when she saw oh, it the first time, which was two years ago. Yes. Has she seen Maverick yet or no? Yes, and absolutely loved it. Good. So did Brittany. Brittany gave it a okay. nine or a ten or yeah. eight or a nine. Yeah. I was like, yeah. great. I wonder. She's yeah. like, this is an actual movie. I'm like, yeah, yes. Yeah, so it's not <laughs> just people in school. It's and not then a all music of a video. Sudden, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, we have to do something at the end. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so she she loved it a lot. It was great seeing it for a second time. I it I I think it's gonna be one of those movies for me where you know you just have it on in the background, be like, God, that scene was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and you're just walking around, you know, doing shit. You're like, oh, I got to sit down for a couple minutes and watch this. So, yeah. So Maverick Maverick is is awesome. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm glad she saw it. I'm glad she liked it. Mm, me too. Um, I haven't I haven't talked to one person that's seen that movie that says they didn't like it yet. Good. Yeah. So well done, Top Cruise. Well the done. guy the guy from Ready Player One is in it, actually. He is in it. He's really yeah. good. At it. He's the second lead. Yeah. 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 He's he's Goose's kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he Rooster. Really His name is Rooster. Rooster. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Kind of a dick. Yeah. He is, but his dad died. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. There is a scene in the movie because you know that Tom Cruise's crazy ass made them really fly in ships, planes, and shit. So there's Which a scene added the, to it. Yeah. There's a scene in the movie in the climax of the movie. I'm not going to ruin the movie for you, but there's a scene where um, something happens. Well, he wasn't strapped in fully, and his head smacks the glass, and you and they left it in the movie. Um, and that's how his father passed away in the original. If you think yeah. about it, mm-hmm. huh? Meta, but yeah, Ready Player One guy, fucking awesome, awesome. Anybody else watch anything at all? 
Uh, yeah, man. We watched yeah. uh, the Netflix animated movie, The Sea Beast. Sea Beast, yeah. It's very good. I've Carl heard. Urban I've is the lead. And ah, uh, surprisingly, okay. he doesn't call anybody a cunt the whole time, which is <laughs> kind of shocking. Oh, that's, yeah. that, is, that is shocking. But I'm it is. This, it, I'm growing this beard out, Eric, just for him. Dude. It's a very good story, man. Yeah. And uh, the just the execution of it's good. And, uh, and unlike, and I mean, this isn't going to be any kind of spoiler, but unlike most of those kid type films, there's no horrific tragedy that you're forced oh, to bear witness yeah. to. Which oh. which is nice. I mean, naturally, the you, your other lead character is an orphan, but it wouldn't be a kids movie without that. But uh, it's very it's very cute, man. Dude, can I tell you something um, that you just brought that up? This is a little segue, little little story. We were watching Lion King in bed, me and Malik, right? And the scene with Jafar, not Jafar, wrong movie. The scene with uh, Mufasa falling. I've always got Aladdin in my head. You know what I mean? The scene with Mufasa falling and obviously dying um, happened. And Malik turns to me and goes, Bubba, well, what, what happened? So I told him, I said, well, he fell, he hurt himself and um, he's not, he passed away. He's not coming back. And then he just sat back and you could tell he was thinking. And then I swear to God, four minutes later, he comes over to me, like, cause he was on one side of the bed. And he's like, are you okay? And I go, I'm fine. I'm fine. He goes, Baba's not hurt. I go, no, Baba's not hurt. We're good. And he's like, Baba's not going to go away for a long time. I said, no, I'm right here. And then he goes, he looks at me and he goes, can I lay with you? And I was like, I almost started losing it, dude. I said, I said, absolutely. So he laid with me. It only lasted four minutes, but he laid with me for four minutes in my arms watching The Lion King. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, it was like... What a, a crazy moment, man. It was, uh, it, I held everything in. I was like, I'm going to just start crying on his forehead. Did he try to push you off the bed? Yeah. The, after the four minutes, he goes, fuck off. And then he yeah, like exactly. climbed yeah. over and went to the other side. He pushes yeah. you off the bed. He'd be like, long live the king. Right. Alex yeah. Scar, yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you spread all the bills out on the dining room table and hold him up? Someday yeah, this will exactly. all be yours. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, well, that that's a very sweet story, which makes me feel awkward when I get ready to tell you about the next thing I saw. Oh no! Okay. Which I saw today, which was mm. Maya Hawk's music video for uh, Teres. That is, right. I right. didn't realize YouTube was so uh, yeah progressive, if you will. <laughs> yes, uh, it gets a little um. Well. <laughs> lippy for lack of a better way of putting it they're on the video podcast let them see so yeah it's um yeah no i don't want to bring that up because she's still the girl okay because she's still the girl in the high school and stranger things i'm gonna wait till stranger things is done and then i'm gonna watch the the rest of the video uh but i guess well done ethan hawk and uh uma thurman yourself yeah and thanks for being so cool about your daughter showing her goods on YouTube, I mean, yeah, whatever. I you know, so. yeah, to each their own. It's actually uh, a really good song. I, I know. The, I've, the heard the song. I've heard the song. I've heard the song. But, but video is good though. That yeah, dude. Good. I didn't realize that YouTube allowed such things. I mean, I'm well, not they, offended well, by any well, stretch of imagination. But they do red band trailers. There was a song. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anybody else? We're all good. 
I'll get in the head. I finished Miss Marvel. Oh, yes. Oh, oh very good. Let, let me get your take there on Miss Marvel. I watched Thor, by the way, and I'll talk about that real quick. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I really liked it. I, I was glad from the beginning that they didn't make her an inhuman because the inhumans are useless. Uh, but the whole <laughs> thing. Everybody and says. It, 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 yeah, it was spoiled for me because it was on Twitter like that day. Oh, but I liked how nice. they, you know, they, they, they have her as a mutant. And I think, I think it makes sense. The fact that, yeah, they, my, my, my daughter, for example, you know, I read Miss Marvel with her a few years ago, the, the first series. Um, and she didn't like how, at first she didn't like how she changed the powers, but I liked how they did change it. And, it, you know, it's still visually very similar, but it's also a little bit more, interesting the things she can do and that she's a mutant uh there were a bunch of changes like that like the fact that her whole family knows um Mm. that they made it a a thing about her community i thought they played with that and the historical angle those were some excellent ways that they developed the story uh and and i'm really excited to see what what's next for for her but also for the fact that okay there are mutants in the marvel cinematic universe now Right. That's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked it, man. Yeah. I, I liked it too. I thought it was I thought it was great. I well, was, I, I was going to say like as far as them making Kamala a mutant. That's a, I think that's especially with as much time as they spent on her background, it's mm-hmm. a good way to introduce your first like mutant. Yeah. It's very in the spirit of what the X-Men are. Yeah. Did you guys know we didn't we didn't pick this up when we we're watching the when we did the reaction Les and Randy the scene where the bangle is found it's a Cree arm and then next to it Shang Chi's the rings are right there did, I didn't see that part wait, so yeah. wait no 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 the the ten the ban, the rings aren't there the rings aren't there no isn't it the symbol of the rings. The, the I don't know. I heard that the symbolism people that were the symbol. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a symbol. Okay. Uh, okay. And, so and it was more like the mandarins. Comments. The more like the mandarins from uh, Iron Man. Oh, interesting. From, from, it was more like okay. that, which translated over to. But the so bangle was, was on a was on a Cree arm. I was a, I was under the impression it was an Atlant an Atlantean arm. Oh, okay. Because people have been oh. uh, well, people have been all over our comments of missed of the last right. episode, and they're stating, "Hey, did you guys know? Uh, guys, look at this." Blah blah. blah. So, thank well, you for everybody that was making those yes. comments. Though, by the way, it was huge. Thank you. Well, so it'll I, be cleared up at some point, I hope. Yeah, because right, it could have been an Atlantean arm because they're blue, except for Namor. He's not blue. Right, Namor are and Namorito aren't. Are they blue? That we're going to see in the. Movies? That I don't know. That I don't know. I guess we'll know after Black Panther. We will. Yeah, and right. if it's a Cree arm, that's even better. That's cool too. Yeah, right. It's on. all good, man. And um, and at the end of Shang Chi, wasn't Miss Marvel uh, on the end of credit scene? She goes. She goes in some far out reaches to to go find something. Right. That has to do with. Well, no, it was her uh, banner, and I think. Uh... Someone else, they were all having a uh, conversation and And then she was talking about like the origin of those rings. Right. And then she got a ding. She got a ding or bling and she's zoomed off. Yeah, that was her pager. Mm -hmm. That was her little pager. Okay. All right. Well, this is a little segue. Well, let's listen to Avery. Avery, thank you, buddy. I sent his first voicemail 
And I think it's about Thor. So I want to listen to his before I give my take. Um, let's go. Hello, Sith listeners. This is Avery here. This is my first voicemail. So I'm not sure if I'm doing this right, but I want to make this brief. First and foremost, just wanted to thank you guys for everything you do. I love your show. Definitely an inspiration to me as a podcast creator. Uh, showing me where I can improve and kind of the ropes. That's really great. Uh, definitely you're an inspiration to other people out there getting started ah. in a hobby like this. Uh, so definitely appreciate you for that. Um, secondly, just wanted to share my thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder and Miss Marvel and all the other stuff that's come out, which is, I guess, just those two things. So, um, you know, I liked Love and Thunder. Obviously went into it knowing it wasn't going to be another Ragnarok. Uh, so I guess my expectations were already low, but I still enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. I thought it was funny. And um, it's unfortunate that some people out there really hate this movie, but, you know, not everything's going to be a winner. But I trust Kevin Feige. I trust the Marvel team. They know what they're doing. So I guess I'm just not hard to please when it comes to the movies. And Thor's, you know, a funny guy to me. So I, I like him a lot better being funny, but I know not everyone agrees with that, and that's just fine. Like Eric says, and, you know, ace job, loving what you love, right? So <laughs> also Miss Marvel, that finale, I did not expect that tie into the X-Men. Definitely got me in the mood to revisit the 1992 X-Men cartoon, which is also on Disney+. And yeah, man, this has been a nostalgic trip down memory lane since that finale aired. So really excited to see where the MCU is going and how they're going to incorporate the X-Men into the fold, whether it's before or after the rumored secret wars that is coming. Uh, who knows? You know, this is definitely exciting, to say the least. But appreciate you once again. I will let you guys go. Have a great day, boys. Hello, Sith Listers. This is Avery here. This is my first voice. Oh, voicemail, we're listening so... to it again. It's on a loop. Wow, back to back. Avery, that was quick, buddy. You did a second voicemail. So quick. Avery, thank you so much, man. Those are very nice words, first and foremost. Thank and thank you, you for that voicemail. Um you guys want to take on if we're going to see some of the X-Men before uh, Secret Wars? I know that Feige came out the other day. Fije came out and said that it's going to be a crazy undertaking to do the actual finale of this phase. Um, will we see the X-Men there or will we see them before? What do you guys think? Uh, if, they, if they want to do it in the... I've never even considered this, but I, I think if you want to do it, it would be done during Secret Wars because that's how Secret Wars worked. They tied in universes, characters like Miles came into the 616. Miles telling Secret Wars. <laughs> he was in that too. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he came miles and miles and miles down the road. Oh, he just took on. Himself. He ran with so, it. I'm sorry. Are we talking about the original '85 Secret Wars or the one no. from? Okay, the, the more recent one. Yeah. Okay. That's a. I don't yeah. know anything about the more recent one. I had to. I sent less my original copies. Yes, of, he did. Of Secret yes, Wars. He did. he did. And that was a hell of a story, man. It was. It was, it was the really the, like the Battle World one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, with that. the Beyonder. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, they could do both. They could pull they elements could. of both yeah, at yeah. this point. I I think the issue with, with Secret Wars, and, and I'm thinking more along the lines of the first one, is they're going to need some strong, still alive, although they could bring, bring people back from the dead, villains to even things out. And I think that that's the tough thing. After um, Infinity Wars and Endgame, 
Feige or someone said, yes, they have something planned, but it, like like Araj said, it's going to be a slow burn. So they're really going to have to build up, even even from where we are now. It's just two years since the the end of Endgame. Two or three years, I lose track of time very easily. Yeah. Um, but you know they have to build all this stuff up. So while the X Men might not be a team, I think they're going to introduce other mutants huh. in there. Definitely, I I think the way they do it is, and it it may just work out uh, that we may get it before. But if they use the timeline variants, the different branches of time from uh, Loki and mm you know, in the mutant series that comes out that is slated to show up, uh, you know, they have to take on, you know, they got to come together and take on someone. And maybe that something happened in Miss Marvel. And maybe that's where Kamala went, where Kamala went and she ends up there and has to do something there or something else uh, it, that could happen. In all honesty, I don't care, man. I just want to see it. <laughs> I really don't care. Hell, matter of fact, they could take the mutants and make them phase five, the phase five team, you know, yeah. and just be like, all right, guys, you've had your Avengers, your young Avengers, your Thunderbolts. Now uh, we're really going to bring Apocalypse or we're going to bring uh, Magneto and really go for it. And guess what? The, the, the mutants are the ones that we're going to build up to take this thing on and that that would be, I'd be fine with any and all of it. It's uh-huh. I'm here I'd be for fine all. if they didn't even cross over. That too, interesting. Yeah, just make X Men movies. That too. Imagine be, the next it, phase. Imagine the next phase. They just concentrate on the X Men. Don't bring in any other fucking Marvel characters. Just concentrate on the X Men. That's your next. That's Phase Five. You want to bring it back for Phase Six? Whatever. What do you guys think about that? Could do, um, well, they they it. did that in um, '96 after Onslaught, where they to defeat this villain, a lot of the traditional heroes—Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, like all the Avengers types—they went into a pocket universe and they were dead to the world for what was it a year or so? Mm-hmm. And um, so it was—I mean, Spider-Man and a few others were still around, but it was mostly. In in the Marvel universe, you had the X Men, and that was it. And you see all the different X. That's an interesting way of doing it. Uh, you spend six, seven years building up those characters that the X Men have, making people that don't know the X Men very well familiar with those characters, and at the end have a have a crazy last, you know, get together kind of thing, kind of the same formula for the Avengers. There, there's so much that's been set up though that if you really Feige's right. It's an undertaking because so much has been set up and laid out there. Uh, the just mentioning the Necro Sword and Love and Thunder, and also piece of Venom staying in the MCU. Mm-hmm. That alone brings the King in Black storyline flat. It's it's coming. You know what I mean. That alone, you can't. It's screaming off in, from the void somewhere. So that mm-hmm. alone is like where Noel shows up and basically just annihilates the Marvel universe and not even the dark Phoenix can stop him. Like, it's like, it's that alone would be amazing. Uh, they got so much they could do now. They could do war of the realms. We just got gods introduced from Lord of the, uh, love and thunder. That's like, we sure did. 
yeah, right. that could, that's a whole, there's a whole bunch being thrown out there right now. I don't know if they're going to be able to corral themselves, but then again, they've been able to walk us through so much over these years. Right. Look at that, Avery. You made us talk Marvel and comic book movie stuff before Star Wars. Damn. What did you guys, think of Thor, dude? Well, let me tell you what I thought of Thor. Um, do you remember, Boo, when we went to go see Suicide Squad? Yeah. And I said the first half of Suicide Squad was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And if they would have just kept that first half going, that this would have been a banger of a movie. Mm-hmm. I felt that Thor was the exact same thing as that, except for I thought the first half of Thor was dog shit. Hmm. I mean, like really bad to a point where Lorena looked at me and asked me if I wanted to leave. And I said, no, I don't want to leave. I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to stick it out. And then it got a lot better. I mean, a lot better. It felt like there was it was two completely different movies to me. When Once, did it get better for you? When things got serious, when um, when there was, I, you know, for people that haven't seen it yet, um, gosh, we did we spoiled it last week? Okay, for people that no, don't want to get really sp- spoil anything last. Oh, week. Oh, we didn't. No, okay, not really. So I'm going to give you a warning. If you haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, I'm going to spoil it for the so forward it about three four minutes because that's all it's going to take for me to blast it. Um, so five four three two one. <laughs> she <said>. Spoil. Oh. <laughs> Well done. Well done. Um, um, so, yeah, I I thought it, God, it reminded me of the second Thor again, but this time the jokes were trying to be delivered by Natalie Portman and, and it wasn't working. And they're making Chris Hemsworth. I know Thor is a funny dude and he's been like this funny guy, but they're making him look like a bumbling idiot to me. Like, continuously and the, the jokes didn't work um the story wasn't really going anywhere the goats were cool for about 30 seconds and then they just kept fucking doing like what's up what's that it was like a whatsapp joke uh, kind of like how we did at the beginning of this podcast with the subs it, it just continued until the point where natalie portman gets really ill i think from then on the movie completely changed the look of the movie changed. The filter, the colors, everything changed. Um, they gave, um, what's his name? Um, forgetting the the, the Gore? no, Gore. Yeah, yeah Christian Bale. Gore. Thank you, mm-hmm. Jesus. Forgot his name. They gave Christian Bale more screen time, which he was phenomenal. I thought he was great in this thing, um, but I I just thought it was two separate movies and. I liked the God scene. That was cool. Russell Crowe was cool, I guess. It was funny. But I, I, didn't, I just didn't think it pushed anything forward. It's totally a standalone movie, except for the end of credit scenes, which kind of shoots out that we're going to get Hercules. Um, so, yeah, that was my take, man. I, I just was really disappointed in the first half. It rebounded in the second half, um, and it got a lot better. Complete opposite I, of. I just I, I don't understand the like. Oh, gods are so selfish. Like, oh, they, all they care about is themselves. Let's steal these kids. He'll come for them. It's like yeah. like it doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. Right, but I think that's what separates Thor. You, he isn't that type of god. Randy, Randy, you have to look at it from the storyline where, if where Gore brought up the fact that he tortured a god of torture into giving up his kids into giving up where his kids were. And then he went and slaughtered those kids. So you kind of could 
make that like play, you know, you can kind of do the mental gymnastics and bend that into it to where he just takes the kids in order to lure Thor. I I understand that he takes the kids, but uh, that by his own rationale and the thing that he's preaching all throughout the movie, that wouldn't work in hit logically because he would not expect Thor to give a fuck. Mm. Oh, uh, I see what as you're guardian kids. Gore, you Gore. As, he, oh yeah. You could say for as guardian kids, but for kids of like normal people that would worship in Thor, not nah, Thor yeah. didn't give it doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that's they're as guardian kids. That's yeah, that's a good point. That's and, the difference. And it's his best friends, one of his best friends' kids, Axel. Yeah, so Heimdall. Yeah, that's a diff- that that's the, Heimdall's kid. That's the difference. If if there's a, a a slight differentiation, that's pretty much it. But yeah, if you were to just do, yeah, it, Thor didn't give a rip, dude. Who Those scenes were rad, dude. Blood dam and all that stuff. Those scenes were super cool. Like that, from that point on, where he frees the kids, it, it was like a totally different movie to me. There, oh, there was well, a I point just got where goosebumps. You're right. They Those wouldn't kids were like kicking the, some ass, dude. like the November rain <laughs> part. Yeah. Yes. And it, what, what was tough for me is they wouldn't give you any time to breathe with the jokes. Like mm, it, it yeah. was a joke. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> oh, another joke. Oh, oh, yeah. it's like constant. Like, stop. Just give me t- a second to like, like process the joke for a second. Like it was like, you don't need to keep pushing these jokes on us. Is is this but, Natalie Portman's first uh, type of like comical comedy kind of thing? You know, I don't think it's her Mars first. Attacks. And she was Mars attacks. She, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she okay. was great in SNL. I don't know if you saw the SNL where she. But it's it. like it, 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 I just never get that from her. You know what I mean? Like that part of her range. You know, like a comedy kind of. She's great in Ready Player One. Sorry, my hammer. Right, that kind of shit, dude. Like, I, like, come I was, on. I was, I was trying this one out, and like that, and uh, like that, and I'm like, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. This was like, and I thought maybe I was the only one. So I was like, I'm gonna just sit through this. It's a catchphrase, man. It's a catchphrase. Yeah. But boo, I did definitely thought the second half of the movie was if the, if all of it was like that, I would have said, man, this this is pretty fucking cool. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. That's that's what I thought. I love the. The end of credit scene, the last one was pretty cool uh, to I, see her. I, that very end with uh, with Eternity, I think, is the coolest part of the fucking. Yes, yes, it, it was, was awesome. Vision, yeah. It was awesome, yeah. like just to see it visually like, too. Like, done just like dead on. You're like, fuck yeah, dude, that's awesome. Right, and the transition of color awesome. was really cool. Uh, uh, yeah, that that felt song. Taika Waititi. That that last half was like, if we have Star Wars this way, cool man. But then the first half was like, fuck, like. Yeah, yeah. Really bad. yeah. So that's my take. Sorry, guys. <sighs> but hey, it is what it is. Chris Hemsworth looked look fucking crazy, amazing. I don't know. I don't know how a human being can look like that. Even even his wife is even his wife is like stop. Told him to stop. Yeah, he gained twenty five pounds more than he normally does for Thor. He had to eat eight times a day. It's crazy. And uh, Russell Crowe, complete opposite of that. <laughs> he ate eight, eight times a day. He, he <laughs> ate eight times a day, but I don't think he worked Looking out. Looking good. Looking good. Yeah. Gained some armor. <laughs> Gained some armor. Breastplate. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're friends, I mean, if you're fans, not friends, if you're fans of Ted Lasso, you'll be really happy with the end of credit scene there. 
to see who Hercules is. So I, I have a I have a question. So Russell Crowe filmed all of the scenes twice, one with a Greek accent. And then again, with just a regular British accent, which would you have preferred? Oh, 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 oh. he's Australian, isn't he? Yeah. He is Australian. He's from New Zealand. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, uh, what is it? That was King Tom, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I like the Greek accent. I thought it was like a, it was just like ridiculous. It was so ridiculous that I thought it was funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Uh, I think it's time to finally, 48 minutes in to get into some Star Wars talk. Um, What do you guys think? You guys ready? There's so much Star Wars to talk about. Let's do it. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May Warrior's Fortune smile upon your efforts. All right. I think the most important Star Wars thing to point out is that Natalie Portman our beloved Padme Amandala was a voice on Bluey on an episode where she oh, was the narrator of a whale documentary. So, Oh, that's nice. All right. Yeah. Grab on that. That was funny as hell. She's great comedian. Uh, so we got an Andor TV spot that had about like two seconds of stuff we hadn't seen. And I'm telling you, man, uh, after Kenobi, I'm super stoked for the show. And so anything they give us is great. I kind of hope we'd had would have more by now, but uh, but it, it was still extra rad to see. Did you guys dig it? I think we should watch it. It's only thirty seconds. Let's watch it together as a group. Okay. They're so proud of themselves, so fat and satisfied. These days will end. There will be no rules going forward. That's what a reckoning sounds like. Andor, original Star Wars series streaming August August 31st. 31st. Guys, guys, Mon Mothma, she's a a banger in this thing, huh? She's killer, man. Damn. Uh, So in the scene where you see all of the... uh, the the white capes i paused that several times to see if we could could see our beloved mendo in there anywhere oh, and it ha- did not notice him but that doesn't mean anything no it doesn't still, i, I still think we're gonna get him i think we're gonna get him i, I hope so i mean it makes so much sense for what he's involved with i you know there's some other news that goes along with this sort of thing that we can just sort of cut in front of right now but um Wow. Steve Urkel ha- may possibly be in talks for a Star Wars project. How and cool. What if he is one of those guys? Because, of course, obviously the low-hanging fruit that I instantly went for is Death Star blows up planet. Did I do that? Because if they don't have him say that, what's the point of getting him? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, seriously. That's like getting the let's get ready to rumble guy and not having him say it. <laughs> So Jaleel White is going to be in Star Wars, apparently. Yes. <laughs> can you redo that whole thing, Eric, for me, please? One Which whole time. thing? Just the, can I do that? No. It's, did I do that? Did I? And 
did I do that? No, I'm not going to do it. Um, so, but yeah, man. So maybe he'll wind up in Andor. Maybe he'll be one of the the Imperials that. Uh, because that's what they usually end up doing with a character actor like that is they have them just do a complete 180 when they put them in something like Star Wars. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, oh my god, I bet he's going to be hilarious. Didn't they have a Steve Urkel robot? In an episode yes. of Family Yes, Matters. they did. Yeah. Yes, they, they did. They yeah. bring that in as a robo As a Oracle. As a Troy. Oh, yeah. Yes, robo Oracle. Underrated show, by the way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, boy, we're going to be getting some hate mail after that one. I'm sorry. Yes. When I was a kid, I loved it. I, it's unwatchable now. It's Oh, I haven't, I haven't watched it since then. It's the worst. Uh, but hey... Uh, while we're talking about Star Wars TV, <laughs> all right, now let's yeah. <laughs> Skeleton Crew. Oh, yes. It was announced by the Hollywood Reporter. Now, admittedly, they've had a couple of swing and a miss moments of late. But, you know, I don't know where they get this. They said that Skeleton Crew will have the biggest budget of any Star Wars series that's been made thus far. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, $136 million with a chunk of that is coming from California tax credits, but whatevs. Uh, that's, that's a bunch of money, man. And oh, no. I don't know. It's, you know why? Jude Law is expensive. <laughs> and it's worth it, I guarantee you. There's no amount of money too much for that guy to be in your show. Well, not absolutely. You're right. Well, here's the deal. We don't normally do this. And I kind of feel like that maybe we should cut this out for the normal, the normal audio podcast and only okay. have it for the patrons. But this, it's up to you. Uh, uh, it's, we have a, we have a, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. We've got some footage that nobody has and we can't have you asking how we got it. Cause it's none of your fucking business. Okay. So if Araj, it's up to you. If you want to leave this in for everybody to see, we are, We'll just have to accept that people are going to be bugging us, wanting to know where we got it. Well, it's not even from this. The crazy thing is that there's a tie-in with Jude Law's character from Andor to Skeleton Crew, and then we got this leak. Um, but it's there's not it's not very spoilery, so I'm going to leave it in. I mean, it doesn't have it, gives, it doesn't give any information out uh, for the Patreon people. You'll get to see it, um, and if not, hit me up on Twitter, and I'll, maybe I'll I'll send it to you. Here, here it is. Uh, I don't think some you guys haven't seen this. Tom Eric. No, no. no, I haven't watched it yet. You just told me we got it. it okay, here we go. Fuck you, Jim. You don't give me warnings. I give them to you, remember, because I can back mine up. And you, you piece of shit. You better watch yourself. Got that. Um, and God, it's so intense, man. Well, Jude Law, that's why they pay him the big wow. bucks. It is. So let me ask you to this. Do you think that they de-aged him for that? He yes. looks so well, young. They, no. Yes. No, he's that oh, you don't good so? of an actor. He's method. His skin gets he method, acted too. acted younger. So young yes. and sweaty. Like Nailed just, it. Just, you see his arms? Young kind of sweaty. Very Hemsworthy. Or Hemsworthy. <laughs> and you, you piece of shit. <laughs> let's let's, let's, let's pack him up. Let's, let's run it again. You don't give me warnings, I give them to you, remember, because I can back mine up. And you, you piece of shit, you better watch yourself. 
You better watch yourself. It's so a real good. good uh, Bespin accent he has going there. It, very Bespin. I really like the uh, Jin or so response. It's just breaking <laughs> her up to see him this low. It's the only character that came close to Jim was Jen. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I, I went with that play. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Anyways. You put that together? Yeah. Oh, oh man. I thought that was really from the show. Oh, no, no, no. Jin or so. I thought that was on the volume. Well, it, there's parts that are that the some ILM lost? effects work with the lightsabers. Well, right let's there. W- let's watch the lightsaber yeah. again. Fuck you, Jim. You don't give me warnings. I give them to you. Remember, because I can back mine up. And you, you piece of shit. You better watch yourself. Yeah, that's what exactly your taxpayer dollars are paying for right now. It's, it's man, I gotta that's tell you, right, I'm bad as you want those. Well, <laughs> Those California tax credits are really, <laughs> really yeah. make it worth it. Oh, makes you we just want to move right out of here, don't you? Oh my God, yeah. Fuck uh, you, Jim. Well, that sure was something. Because I can back mine up. Give me twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I will not give you twenty dollars. <laughs> That's the only part we didn't get. Yeah, because uh, they don't have dollars. Credit. They don't have dollars in Star Wars. That's why I didn't do it. Space. Give me twenty credits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need something more real, Jim. Uh, <laughs> I will not. Kevin Spacey, I will not pay you. Who get paid when everybody else does. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, <sighs> I got a lot of time uh, so on my hands at work. That's what I got, Jim. <laughs> Just making uh, bullshit right. videos. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Rain it in. Uh, so, uh, Carl Weathers, during an interview with Big Gold Belt Media. Oh, that's a fucking outlet right there. <laughs> yeah, man. But listen, it's Carl Weathers, all right? That's hey. the real source here. Uh, he's I'm not talking shit on Big Gold Media. I don't, there could be a fucking millions of I don't know what they are. <laughs> I mean, they're no Sith list. <laughs> no. That's why they got mentioned on a website. Uh, so, um... Fuck you, Eric! <laughs> Uh, all right. God damn. I'm trying to get somewhere with this. So he said that Rick Famuyiwa is directing at least a couple of episodes of season three of The Mandalorian. So how about them apples? That's awesome. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a producer he's, now on the show. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the producers. Yep. But he's also going to be directing, evidently. <laughs> That's what it says. Hey, yep. That's what it, says. it happens. Yep. Yep. That's he was what it great. Says. I love his episodes. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, he's an executive producer of the show, but I mean, it wouldn't be unheard of for him to be no. behind the camera. Um, anyhow, that's pretty cool, man. Okay. Here's what he said. He said that he directed me in a couple of episodes of the Mandalorian this season. And I'm a huge fan. Who said that? Carl Weathers. Oh, we're back to Carl Weathers. We're, we're still in the same story. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought we talked about Carl. <laughs> Eric has left the building. <laughs> Eric has left the building. Oh, uh, sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. Fuck I'm ha- you, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> Break a bottle. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I had what one here, the, I would. What was the name yeah. of the uh, site reporting it again? 
uh, this is, I got this from Bestman Bulletin, but it was an mm-hmm. interview mm-hmm. with Carl Weathers mm-hmm. at Big Gold Belt Media. Okay, good. Probably good. a boxing That's what outlet. I you said the first time. Yeah, probably a boxing outlet. <sighs> no, I, I, I'm I, serious. I can't live like this anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to be honest with you. It's not even worth it. Well, because Carl Weathers was in Rocky, and they probably interviewed people that were in movies or in boxing. That's not, I bet you if you look it up, I think uh, Randy's looking up. I bet you it's a boxing No, I, bo- I understand that. It's what it took to get there. Yeah, Jesus it definitely Christ. Wasn't, it definitely wasn't worth it. <laughs> the last sure. time I got treated this shitty, I was married to my ex-wife. <laughs> well, fuck you, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Big Gold uh, Belt Media is your home for wrestling movies, comics, and more. Check out our latest wrestling. podcast in the sports and pop culture, including that's interviews a lot. with Carl Weathers. Oh, that's <laughs> the lead. That, that's the lead. Well, good for you. Yeah. You got Carl Weathers. We didn't get shit. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, listen, the only other thing I really got here is the hotly anticipated game, Star Wars Hunters. <laughs> hotly anticipated. Look, it's a Star Wars game, Star video game. Chasm. I mean, I guess I shouldn't complain. It's officially been delayed. We all figured it's going to be delayed, but it's official now. Delayed. Until was, who knows when. I was, 2023. I was really fearing it. So, yeah. It's a bummer, man. Hey, about, yeah, by the this, way, I've been, oh, go ahead, buddy. Oh, there's this fan made game that I really want to check out. I think we'd all get a kick out of it. It's a, it's like a throwback old school fighting game, but it has like every character you can imagine. And this, it's built by one person. And actually, for consider with all that considered, it looks pretty impressive. Oh shit! Like has like all like the backgrounds. Like imagine like a Mortal Kombat game, kind of. And that ah, kind of style with okay. like all the Star Wars games. It's a really, really cool game. I saw it last night and I, I'm thinking I'll probably download it to uh, maybe make an episode or something for Patreon. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be What's rad. What's it called? Dude, hook me up uh, with it. What is, is it PC? Yeah. It's PC. Uh, it's called... Uh, Tekken. Uh, no, Force. I think it's like a lightsaber. It's called like lightsaber combat or something like that. That's cool, man. That's really oh, cool. the first time I've seen it. It's who? been around. He's been working on it for like four years. I'll look any, that. any character, who would you be? I'll find a link for it. To fight, Randy. Uh, any character, I would be uh, Max Rebo. Oh, yeah. The gut. I get it. All what right. about you? Um, throwing these questions out. What about you, bro? <laughs> I would be the Rancor. <laughs> the Rancor, that's a good choice. Fuck! I didn't think you were gonna pull that. Can I change my answer? Oh, or an ad, or an ad, ad. lose. <laughs> uh, is that all the uh, Watt oh, Tambor or uh, mm. maybe Newt Gunray? Oh, Somebody Newt Gunray. exquisitely badass, you know. <laughs> right. But anyway, well, now that nobody's listening to this show anymore, there you go. That's what well, you get. I appreciate the effort, though. Eric, it was a roller coaster ride, but just like the roller coaster ride. Oh, wait, hang on. There is one okay. other thing. I'm, I'm never sorry. Ends. That's the roller coaster, right? I'm sorry. I forgot about this. No problem. Uh, Charles Sewell, King Tom. Oh, yes. You You're our Star Wars comic book guy, man. Okay. Tell us the score 100 comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charles Sewell, starting with the Lando series. Back in 2015, it was a miniseries. He's now written 100 issues of 
Star Wars comics for the, you know, since they, since Marvel relaunched the line in 2015. And he's, you know, he's also written a novel for the higher public and, and some other material. I think he's part of the story group now. Like officially be. a consultant on the story group. Good. And um, he's the main writer. He's the writer on the main Star Wars line, uh, telling the story of Luke, Leia, Lando, Chewie between Empire and Jedi. And it was issue 25. They had it uh, come out today, with his, which was his official 100th issue. And instead of being a, um, you know, c- continuing the story that they've been telling, they, they told four short stories where he teamed up um, with the other artists that he's worked on the other books with. There was a short story about Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, lightsaber training um, from his Anakin and Obi-Wan miniseries. There was a story about um, Palpatine and Vader lightsaber training it was a little bit shorter but it was still interesting um there was a story where kylo ren is looking for luke uh in be- in between the last jedi and rise of skywalker and then a final story about a eulogy for snap wexley um, set post rise of skywalker you know these these are four very specific stories about four very specific time periods they were, they were interesting i don't i don't i wouldn't say anything was uh, obi-wan had had a nice monologue about why the Jedi use lightsabers because Anakin is asking, you know, Anakin is like, why don't we use, you know, use Kyber crystals for different types of weapons. And Obi-Wan tells him this story about how he, um, you know, he tried inventing these like lightsaber nunchucks when he was a young Padawan. Uh, But, but Qui-Gon said, no, that, that looks ridiculous, but also we are Jedi and we have to think about what our weapons can do. And when we when we use them, it's about what we do with them, the lives we save, including the ones, the lives that we don't take. And, it, you know, it, it's the image we protect to, to the... Um, it's like jazz. Just like yeah. jazz, yes. Just like jazz. Um, but it, it was, I'm, I'm not doing the explanation justice, but it was, that was probably the best of the stories, I think. But yes, Charles Sewell, great writer, uh, Star Wars is lucky to have him. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to mention is how on earth would lightsaber nunchucks ever work? You of have course. to hold the part that you strike with. So I is the... Is the Maybe chain one. or or cord connecting the two? Is that the they lightsaber would have part? To be like double double bladed nunchucks with like a yeah. Handle they, there was like it like was like coming middle. out of each end. Yeah. Oh geez, I don't, I don't, nothing could go wrong there. Yeah. No. Have you ever seen that? They, they call me Bruce. Oh yes, they call me Bruce. What a reference! That was one wow, of the best movies ever. Go back. Oh my god! These are my chopsticks. Chopstick looking good, dude. That's oh, what dude. it would be like. Except be instead of just today. knocking yourself out, you would be cutting your own arms <laughs> off, <laughs> and <laughs> it would not go well at all. Yeah, probably. Well, but oh, I can't believe you got to call me Bruce. I'm gonna have to do a deep dive. We got to get like a, a lightsaber though. butterfly knife. You yeah. do the move to open it up against the back of your hand, and all your fingers <laughs> fall off. Yeah. Nailed it. Just like Johnny did in the Outsiders. <laughs> They're about to go do the socials in. Hey, the uh, I want to shout out to um, our buddy Sal. He's letting me read the Trail of Shadows line for 
the run for High Republic, and I'm That's really a good enjoying run. it. Good series, yeah, good series. Um, pretty cool. I'm in like the third or fourth one. It's very film noir for a, a comic it's, to be film noir. Was is pretty rad. And you've 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 read up on all the other High Republic books, right? Books, yes, not the okay. comics. That's probably best to read after all of the other books. Oh, great. Okay, I did not know that. Yes, it is. That's true. Yeah. Big spoiler in the first page. Yes, that would. Yes, be. yeah. You're correct. You're correct about that. So, good uh, warning there. Uh, but thank you, Eric, again for that. They call me Bruce reference and nothing else. <laughs> no problem, man. Yeah, we should watch that. That's we should watch that movie. and do a yeah. Patreon. Yeah, but that movie will not fly in today's world. That's for sure. If I remember it correctly, there was a lot of shit in that movie. Holy macro. Speaking of a lot of shit. Boo, are you ready for some boo bits? Better be bits. It better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Well done, Boo. Well done. Yeah. I won't do it. My hands are up. I won't be played again. I swear, Boo, I will not play it again. Here, start your... Once boo bit starts, it's like a replay in sports. Once you Once you play the down... You can't go back and replay it. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you doing the Macarena right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did Les go? Les was very upset. At, I think the. I think he was a big fan of. They call me Bruce. He said bathroom. Oh, he did. Yeah. All right, Patreon. He didn't say kitchen he didn't say <laughs> <which> number. <laughs> oh, he private chat. Eric's responses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, send, let's all leave him something. David, maybe parts of the living house. room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Bad idea. laughs> uh, all right, buddy. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Daniel Caliue, uh, uh, right? Am I saying it correctly? I don't know, Daniel. Daniel Caliue. Uh, he was in. Um, he's in. Uh, uh, not get out. Uh, no. Oh yeah. I don't He's think that's how it's said, but Ready I have no idea one. how it's said. He was in yeah, Ready, Ready Player One. He was in Ready yeah. Player yeah, One. Definitely in Ready Player One. Definitely in Ready Player One. Yeah. So he's starring in in Nope, but yeah. he's also uh, making a live action Barney movie. Oh no! Yeah. So <laughs> let me let me wait, wait, let me wait. Let me what? continue. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah. He says it'll be darker than the TV show. I hope so. Dark. This is his quote. Barney taught us, I love you, you love me. Uh, (laughs) Won't you say uh, you love me too? That's one of the first songs I remember. What happens if that isn't true? You know what I say to that? No, God! (laughs) So yeah, so I guess Barney's going to start murdering children. That's my... That's my first pickup or something like that, or maybe murdering adults. He was like, That's you don't say you love to. me anymore. You know what else uh, I say? Uh, unrequited love becomes nope. awesome. Nope to that. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Listen, I don't. I don't mean to interrupt the bits, but that's there's a line there that I think is unacceptable to cross. <laughs> However, having said all that, I will say that uh, for the original Doom, the original PC versions of Doom, you could get um, mods that people would make. And one of them that I saw was Barney Doom. And it took all of your like zombie guys and they were um, 
these this dude who looked like Weird Al kind of, and then all of your the <laughs> demons, the the ones who sort of look like uh, Wookies, kind of, huh. they were Barney, and it, everything else was exactly the same. It was just <laughs> a, a patch that made the the sprite base characters different, and you had to go around just wasting Barney with your double barreled Doom shotgun. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Well, continuing uh, childhood favorites and making Oof. movies about them. Long segue. Uh, nin- I like it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nintendo Pictures has officially been announced. So Nintendo is oh. going to start making movies and TV shows about their properties. You know, they're already making a Mario movie. There are, they might make a Zelda movie. You know, there might be a, um, a Metroid, Donkey Kong, that kind of thing. So... So that I think that'll be pretty cool. Uh, I'm interested to see how the Mario movie goes. That's that seems like it, it could crash and burn rather easily. But yeah, well, they're probably thinking might as well get into the uh, to the game. You know what I mean? No pun intended. You're really killing Barney. My God. <laughs> yeah, Barney. Barney uh, was getting. <laughs> yeah, he's getting it. He's Jesus getting it. Christ, he's definitely getting it. <laughs> um. Uh, another childhood favorite, um, the Gremlins director, uh, Joe Dante, says that uh, Grogu is a shameless ripoff of Gizmo. What? What? Come on. Fuck shameless. you. Fuck you and fuck you. That's good. That was actually that was pretty good. I'm on it right now, buddy. That was pretty good. Yeah. Joe Dante like- just wanted to get his name in the news. That's it. I'm not, like, so we, I'm not yeah. sure how the edit's going to end up. But I don't think he went to the bathroom. Um, Les? Yeah. Uh, he's dropping a major Dante. <laughs> ah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So he says it's a shameless ripoff and he's he's rather upset. Um, so the, the, this is the part that made me laugh. It, it's not a quote or anything, but I, I, I think they in the conversation they had in the San, the in the article the San Francisco Chronicle they were they were talking it says Joe Dante says he's not thinking about suing Disney over it yeah oh, I, I would not. imagine not yeah I would imagine not sir yeah I I think uh I think it's in your best interest not to but you know that's just that's just me so he's not gonna sue as of right now smart yeah. Joe smart yeah uh, I don't have any segue for this, but I'm just excited. Uh, I'm, proud of, I'm proud of you. We thank you. Are. Yeah, we there's gonna be, yeah, Everyone. really. Everyone. There That's we go. Chemistry. That's what that is. Yes. Um. So there's gonna be a Godzilla spinoff series on Apple TV Plus, which kind of confused. Oh yeah. You're so I, happy. I, just pump for it. it. It still yeah. confuses me why it's not on HBO Max, since they own the the Godzilla property. But whatever, who cares? Uh, but the spinoff series is going to star Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell. So um, the uh, Wyatt Russell, the U.S. agent, and and uh, and uh, what what was his name? The Living Planet. What is he? Ego. Ego. Ego, 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 US agent are going to be in the uh, Godzilla spinoff series. Boo, um, Wyatt Russell was in Under the Banner of Heaven. He was a fucking crazy nutcase. Hmm. He was he was very, very good in it. Yeah, he huh. does his crazy nutcase very well. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> did, did he sever anybody's head with a shield? 
Ah, uh, worse. Not, not a dismemberment. Shield. Some dismemberment and some displaying. I'm sure. Oh, some disemboweling. Let me, let me tell you real quick. It takes thirty <laughs> seconds. Christ. Thirty seconds to give you the premise of this thing. It's in Utah. Uh, the very first scene. So I'm not spoiling it. The very first scene is Andrew Garfield is a detective. He's a Mormon. Um, uh, obviously, it's in Utah, and 99% of the people there are Mormon. And he walks into a crime scene, and it's a woman that has been strangled with a strangled and cut, strangled with a phone cord, and also cut with a a knife. And then she has a two-year-old boy who has been decapitated. That is the premise of um, of where that goes. So. For the people that are watching us laugh, it wasn't because of what I just said. Because <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> it was uh, in a private chat, and um, I think it's, this is worthy that you can probably say. No. This, and I'm going to give you credit for this. Go ahead, Eric. No, no, he's done. No, Mm-mm. you want me to say it? Okay. Mm-mm. So I said Mormon, and Eric put in the private chat. He's more man than you'll ever be. Uh, which was very good very very good I think I think I strained my shoulder patting myself on the uh, 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 see this is why I love Boobie. he started laughing before he hit sin on <laughs> typing yeah, I saw him he was laughing like, <laughs> I said severed baby a three year old and I see Eric g- giggling over there I was like okay oh uh, as soon as that popped up, I'm like, right there. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> I saw so, that. I'm sorry. So Wyatt Russell, great job in that film. Yes. In the in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of doing a great job in their acting or their portrayal, um, Henry Cavill is going mm. to return. This is a rumor, but it's pretty Superman. confirmed rumor as Superman. And this will be announced at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I was uh, joking. You're serious? I'm dead serious. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So it looks like he's coming back. Holy crap tonight. That is great. Yeah. They gave him a supersized man uh, size check. So, uh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know how much money they gave him. I'm but sure yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's a fat, fat check. But yeah. So, yeah. So Henry Cavill is coming back as Superman, which is great. I don't know. I'm not sure if anybody doesn't like that. So. That'd be I pretty like cool. I have no idea what they're going to do next. It'd be Man of Steel 2. They're going to continue doing Justice League movies. Is he going to work with Aquaman? Black Adam? Sam? Boo, did you he's going to have to work. I think with, all of it, Boo. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's more than likely they're going to do uh, the, the one animated movie, an adaptation of it, but him and Shazam are going to have to kick the shit out of Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Guess that means he's not going to Marvel. Yes. That was a whole thing. I guess not. Yeah. No. You know what? They need a guy, though. They need mm-hmm. DC needs a guy. And I'm yeah. glad they have The Rock. And now they have uh, Henry Cavill back. So they, they need the, some people. By the way, the host, The Rock is hosting Shark Week this week for all you Shark fans they and Rock that, fans. They have that uh, Ezra Miller guy. Yeah, he's been. <sighs> Nobody the- has that guy right now, dude. No, no one has. He doesn't even have himself. You're right. Nobody has them at all, dude. He, they yeah. are just wherever they are doing their thing, dude. Just yeah. Yeah. Hmm. speaking of doing your own thing, um, 
doing the right thing. Yeah. No, uh, no, that's that, that's a joke. Uh, Matthew Modine, the guy who plays Dr. Brenner uh, mm-hmm. in Stranger Things. Quick uh, this, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler if, if you haven't Playroll. finished it yet. Oh, Stranger Things or Quick Silver? Yeah. I, <laughs> it's Vision Maybe Quest. Both. Damn it. It's it was Vision it. Quest. Oh. Wait a minute. It's not Quick Silver? No, he's that's Kevin Costner. Vision Quest, dude. Matthew Modine is that's Vision Quest, man. The wrestling movie? Yes, it's Vision Quest. Is it? Are you sure? Les? I need you to look that up for me, dude. Crack team. Crack team. So yeah. So in addition to his other <laughs> roles, he has been uh, or he has been Dr. Brenner, but he says that Dr. Brenner might not be dead. Um, he, oh, come he, on. He actually, no, no, but you know, he, he, his, his quote is actually kind of interesting. How did he survive the Demogorgon? How did he just survive one? And when Eleven tries to use her powers, she couldn't get, uh, get it to work on him. Is there something more to Dr. Brenner than meets the eye? Ooh. He's the mind flayer? Oh. Hmm. By the way, I was wrong, Les, but I would like to point out that you were wrong as well. You said Kevin Costner, and it was Kevin Bacon. For Quicksilver? Yes. That's fine, but Vision Quest, <laughs> Vision Quest is Matthew Modine yes, and Linda. you're Fiorentino. right. Vision Quest was Matthew Modine in wrestling. Quicksilver, Kevin Bacon running around on a bicycle. And um, yes, that would be crazy if he's a mind flyer. Sorry, Boo. No, no, that's all good. Uh, we had talked earlier about, uh, about the, the offer, you know, the, the, the show about the making of the Godfather. Yes. Um, the New York state of, uh, that was in the first Godfather movie is available to rent as an Airbnb for 30 days in August. Wow. It, yeah. So where the uh, wedding was, where the wedding was. Yes, exactly. Connie's wedding. Oh my goodness. It's like a 6,000 square foot estate. It's got like two pools, a gym, a bunch yeah. of awesome stuff. There's, there's uh, a cool story behind that estate, too. You need to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I need to watch the show. That's, that, that's another Especially one. you. You love added, The Godfather. I do. Add it to the list, yeah. Um, so it's 50 bucks per night to stay. What? That's um, it? That's it, yeah. 50 the only bucks issue, per night? Yeah, the only issue uh, is, is that you're going to have to sleep with the fishes. So oh that's God. the only problem. <laughs> Me, that was so terrible. It was hilarious, dude. I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That yes. was so bad. It was good. Yes, that's how bad it is. It's like two wrongs make a right. Yeah. I appreciate I it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I appreciate everything about it. I know Eric does too. Yeah. Everything else I said was correct. You don't have to sleep with the fishes. There might be a severed horse head. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, there, there might be great story behind the severed horse head as well, Bill. Oh, sizzle. Yeah, a lot of sizzle. So, yeah, that was like a Naboo kind of. So now I don't even know if it's $50 a night. It is. It is. Okay. Everything else I said is true. It's it's available for 30 days in August, 50 bucks a night. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> oh right. man, wow. that's all I got. Is that is all yeah. your bits? Yeah, I, I ended it on that one. Yeah. Okay. 
Hey, um, I want to play a game because you know how much oh, I love games. No. It's, not, it's not really a game per se. Um, we're going to do this year in pop culture. But how we're going to do it is we're going to spin a wheel. It's going to pick one of us. We're going to pick a year between 1973 and currently 50 years of pop culture. And then we're going to break down what happened in that year. Um, you, got, are you guys ready to do this? Sure. Yeah. It's not really a game. Kind of informative fun. So um, let's do this, guys. Let's play Spin the Wheel here. Let's see who it gets here. Looks, oh, thank God. Looks like it's Randy. Randy, what year? Wheel. <laughs> yes, what year would you like to pick? All right, let's just get it out of the way. 1986. 1986, great year. Uh, really shitty year for sports for me. Uh, the Angels were one strike away from getting to the World Series, and they were heartbroken. So let's see. Oh, you said 1986. I'm sorry. You don't get to pick. You just, I'm going to spin the wheel again. 1979. <laughs> Fuck your year. <laughs> Fuck your year. <laughs> this is the Ross Ross loves games. <laughs> I just you, wanted to spin the wheel. Really, I'm just. What kidding. is this, Nabu? Were you making I'm, up the rules yeah. as you go <laughs> yeah. by? I'm just kidding. We're gonna do. Dude. We're gonna re, we're gonna do 1986. That's what we're gonna do. So let me punch in 1986 into the uh, good old internet. Now here this we go. Ni- great. Hey. <laughs> good. 1986 was the year for film. It was pretty in pink. Look at this. Top Gun, Ferris Bueller, Labyrinth. Good year, Randy. Really good year. Music, it was the debut of the Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. And um, the Space Shuttle Challenger had a little uh, miscue that year. Uh, And then, um, you know, that's uh, pretty much it. But uh, good years for movies there, Randy. Uh, Master Puppets came out. Okay, Eric, thanks for one-upping me. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm giving you what I know, and what I know is what I've read, and what I've read is Top Gun, Pretty in Peak, and uh, Ferris Bueller's Labyrinth, and Master of Puppets came out, by the way. Grand Theft Auto, uh, nope. Stranger Things Season 4 was 1986. Grand Theft Auto, uh, Vice City was set in 86. There you go. Ooh. See, this Very is what I wanted. I wanted conversation. Big Trouble in Little China wasn't on that list. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China was not on that list. No. Oh, my gosh. Did that come out in 86? Fuck yeah, it did. Come on. Okay. Did yeah, it? The- I thought it was 1984 for some reason. Really? Oh, that, it's Ready Player One. Ah, <laughs> well done. This is a good game, and it is just like Nabu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I will ask you this. Would you rather play this or Nabu? That's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just because you guys are being dicks, we're going to do it again. We're not. Spend, oh yeah, we are. Because I run, run this fucking thing. Go ahead. We're picking. We're picking a name. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't want to do it. Fixed. I'm gonna pick Damn 1994. Is what I'm gonna pick. Weezer's blue album. Okay. Okay. Weezer's, Weezer's blue album came out. Let's see if it's on here. Probably not because. This is Mr. Pop Culture's shit. Uh, Liam Neeson was offered the role of James Bond as he didn't like, but he refused it because he didn't like the idea of being in action movies. Ha! How ironic that is changed, that? Yeah. That changed. Uh, James Bond role was previously offered to Burt Reynolds, Adam West, and Clint Eastwood. Each of these actors turned the role down. River Phoenix was set to play a character in, of, in the movie, interview with, uh, in an interview with a vampire. 
And Christian Slater took over after the passing of River Phoenix and donated all of the money that he made to Phoenix's favorite charity. And then Lion King, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption were all out in the same month. Waterworld. Yeah, but not in that month. Can you imagine a month of going to the movies, seeing Lion King, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, and Shawshank? Wait, not Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was 93. It says Jurassic Park. It's wrong. Are you, are you sure? Ooh, nah, yeah. Mm. Jurassic Park was 1993. Mr. Uh, pop Culture is wrong. Well, yep. he, hey, listen, this isn't from Mr. Pop, pop Culture, but here are some albums that came out in 1994. It was a damn good year for albums besides Weezer's Blue Album. You had uh, Throwing Copper by Live, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. That's probably one of the first albums I can genuinely say of like music from after I was out of high school that that was all killer, no filler. First song on that album kicks ass, by the way. Um, the Rubberneck by Toadies. <coughs> Fantastic record. The Toadies. Uh, Purple by Stone Temple Pilots came out that year. Division Bell by Pink Floyd. Yep, I remember. Came that out that, that year. Jar of Flies by Allison Chains. Oh, great album. Um, Monster, REM is a good one. Great album. Uh, Ill Communication. Ah, oh, what yes. a year! Music. Yeah, uh, Dookie by Green Day. Take it or leave it. It was a good record, hey, it's a good record. for its time, and um, probably one of the most rad records on the list is uh, Super Unknown by Soundgard. Oh God, that's a, what a year. Yeah. Oh, and there's tons that I didn't. Oh, no need to argue about the cranberries. Was that year too? It's a great album. We're, we're talking about '94, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Hip hop destroyed in '94 too. I would imagine. Nas Illmatic came out. Oh. So Outcast Southern Playlistic. Oh. Ready to Die. Notorious B.I.G. Jiminy Cricket. Oh, uh, Smash by of- the Offspring was that year too. Mm-hmm. It's a good album. Do you guys want to know who died that year? '94. Yeah. My I, my yeah. heart. <laughs> John Candy, okay. uh, Peter Cushing. Damn. Yeah, I met John Candy it? once. Did he, did he dry your dry his hands on your shirt? No, he shook my <laughs> hand and signed a baseball for me. He was at a Blue Jays versus Angels game. He came out and uh, it was very nice. Wow. He's the year Canadian, of the baseball yeah. strike. Hmm? Baseball wow. strike. Wow. Yeah, that year. But I, I didn't see. I didn't meet John Candy that year. He died. No, I'm just saying. You know, ninety four. Whatever, King Tom. Who won the Super Bowl that year? 94? Pretty clear one. I don't know. I don't, I don't, the Yankees probably won the World Series. I would imagine. Baseball strike. But they still <laughs> won the no World it. Series. Yeah, they gave it to him anyways, King Tom. That's how it works. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, a game that, uh, that we're not going to play ever again, I guess. Because... Um, but it did. We had a little nice discussion there. Um, Lord of the Rings had a trailer, guys. Did anybody get to watch it? No, I haven't seen no. it. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, I think we uh, excited. Yeah, I know you're very pumped up. That's why we're, I put on very the show pumped. notes, Randy. Here it is: Lord of the Rings, um, the power of the rings, and let the rings be with you. There was a time. When the world was so young. 1994. <laughs> there had not yet been a sunrise. One. But even then. You know we're doing reactions. There was 
That's Elden Ring. That's all that is. Elden Ring. The fucking tree, man. Wow. It looks beautiful. Have forests to protect. Yeah. That's Kansas, though. Dwarfs their That's minds. The alchemy dungeon. I hate that. Mend their fields of grain. But we Harfoots have each other. The Harfoots. We're safe. What? You have fought long enough, Galadriel. Put up your sword. The enemy is still out there. The question now is where? It is over. You have not seen what I've seen. I have seen my share. Oh my god. You have not seen. Oh. Is that Sarah? What I have seen. Mm, no. Darkness will march over the face of the earth. It will be the end, not just of our people, but all peoples. I am sorry, but their time has come. The past is with us all. What? Past is dead. We either move forward. Or we die with it. This could be the beginning of a new era. Wait, who's that? Well, that's a hobbit. That would be a hobbit, yeah. No, Harfoots become hobbits. Harfoots evolve into hobbits, then, right? September 2nd. On Prime Video. That was a lot better trailer than the first one. I can tell you that much. I'm in. Um, I'm totally in. I, I don't think it's Sauron. I think it's the... Uh, oh, damn it. I think Sauron is in this, though. I no, but he synopsis. would be the apprentice to the evil in the Silmarillion, if I'm not mistaken. I When I'm reading the synopsis, it specifically said Sauron. Okay. I believe. But no, that works, too. I think. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. Looks cool. Production it looks good. great. Yeah, it's really good. They're spending an insane amount of money on this. Was thing that a it, was that a de aged Vigo Mortensen as Aragorn? Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. I don't think it was because then it would mean that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. Very, very cool. That, no, it couldn't be. I, I'm, I'm tripping. It couldn't be because then, yeah, there's no way. Because Galadriel would have to be way, she's way older than that because she's immortal. So, Right. Crazy. Yeah, can't wait to see this. September will probably be going to be doing uh, reaction videos, I would imagine, to this. That's um, great. Should be fun. That's great. And I'll end this, guys. Did you guys see that Netflix wants to start their own Star Wars? Um, not specifically Star Wars per se, but they want to start something, a franchise. And I think they already have it, really, um, with Stranger Things. But they want to start something where it crosses over to pop culture and it becomes a, a part of everyday talk, which I think Stranger Things is. But they also want to have a crossover to video games, merchandise, products. Um I think they have it, but they're yeah. finishing it. <laughs> and I know there's going to be spinoffs, but 
I don't think it's going to be the same without these characters who we all love to death. Um, hmm. Yeah. I think every studio has tried making their own. <laughs> right. Star- not, not necessarily in the space fantasy way, but some sort of yeah. project that you could spin sure. off into other media. Sure. And they, they also mentioned Harry Potter in that mm-hmm. um, in the, in the co- article that I read. Um, and it was from Reuters. That- it's kind of like it's almost like a nothing statement because I think most most uh, studios go in with that mindset, Mm -hmm. but it's not really something you can artificially create. The people kind of dictate what's going Mm -hmm. they're going to be willing to allow you to merchandise for them. And I'm sure Netflix does want to do that. But I I think uh, the way they cancel shows like after one season, I don't think that's possible because you have to give it the longevity to build that uh, that's right. recognition mm-hmm. and uh, that kind of loyalty to a franchise. Yeah, and Matthew you have to Th- be able to go through the good and bad. Right, and, and you're absolutely right about that. Matthew Thunnell is the vice president. I'm reading it right now. This is from Reuters, and he says we want to have our own version of Star Wars, our version of Harry Potter. Well, of course, of duh, and we're working very hard to build that. He urged caution, though, but those are not built overnight. So what I think this is, this is just a, a ploy. Their stocks drop like a motherfucker. And yeah. this is one way to right. try to get their investors and their stockholders excited about what their company, the state of the, where the company's at. So that's where I think Dave's, this conversation is. Of course you're going to fucking want a Star Wars and a Harry Potter. Dave, they've just chopped too yeah. many things off before they get going. They've tripped themselves before they get going. They've had so many shows in so many different markets and you just, they just look, they have a great uh, medieval zombie show in called kingdom and it's in based in Korea. It's a Korean show, but you can watch it subtitled or dubbed and it's great, but they stopped after two seasons. That's it. Like they just stopped. It's a great show. There's all these shows that they've done where you just go, okay, this can't be, this, 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 that's, this just can't be it, right? There's going to be more. And then five years go by and we don't get anything. Not even right. a news, yes. nothing. So they just have to either say, look, we're creating original content and we're just going to continue to do so. And they gotta, they're starting to get to the point where they're listening to, instead of just doing their thing, they're trying to pay attention to things and it's getting to them and it's making them make decisions that are not good. So the Netflix that we've kind of grown to know would not have let Breaking Bad get past the second season. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like that show wasn't doing well until it started. It it built up an audience. Very true. And they do that to a lot of their shows. They cancel them after a couple seasons. All or they would have been got like freaking decimated. They didn't know what they wanted to do with it, but they had a lot of faith in it in the beginning. Right. And it's become well, a ton, ton of reality shows now. I mean, Netflix is merging into yeah. A cheaper version of of making television now, which is you don't pay your stars anything, you don't have to pay directors that much. You do reality shows and make it about love, and have Eric watch all those shows. He loves those shows, those love shows on Netflix. And that's why they started, uh, or they're going to have the ad supported, uh, um, yeah, Netflix subscription. Yeah, before Not the, that the shit, before the end of the year, but it might be free or very cheap. So who knows? But before the end of the year, they're they're gonna have uh, Netflix with with ads, not not all of it, but you know a uh, you, you can get a cheaper version of it for with ads. So. First world problems, man. 
Yeah, really. Right, right. It's pretty wild to see like what they're doing with constantly adding. And I mean, I realize with the mm-hmm. their the way their model works, people sharing logins, it's it's a bitch because you've just got the potential for three people to subscribe to Netflix and a thousand people to watch it. But you have you seen the thing where, you know, the way they're trying to crack down on password sharing, but now they're also doing like an add a house think that's going to be a new bit where for like a small chunk of money versus an entire new subscription you can add another house to your subscription but what troubles me is just like if i leave home and i take my uh my tablet with me that as soon as i'm not in my house anymore is that going to cause a thing because that's one of the things they mention is watching it on mobile devices and how they're trying to figure out to not bother the people that are legitimately paying for it when they're ge- in a geographic location that's not the same as where they logged in at. And at some point, it's like it's like when internet providers for the longest time would try to make you pay for uh, the, the amount of data used. And I get it with like cell phone service. It's slightly different, but it gets to the point where it costs you more to monitor it than it does to just charge them a, a particular price that they'll they'll stomach and let them just use as much as they want because to monitor that stuff really does start to bog you down and if they become so obsessed with that part of their business model it's really easy to forget the parts that you have to have to keep subscribers coming right right definitely but that that is just the nature of it eventually that was going to just happen because that's the nature of investors wanting to start finding ways to make more revenue, this was eventually going to happen. But yeah, it has that added downside that they're not paying attention to other things worrying about. They didn't have this problem when they had a tons of new subscribers. They didn't care. They're like, yeah, let everyone steal it. I don't care as long as you guys are here because numbers are going up. And now mm-hmm. the fact right. that they're worrying about is a sign that they're uh, <laughs> not thinking the regular model works anymore. Right. They're going to go back to DVDs, man. That's what it's going to (laughs) be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Real money. VHSs. Our buddy Sal said um, that he's still delivering Netflix DVDs to some of the, some of the homes. Wow. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I asked like, I asked about Columbia houses. houses. One or two houses. That's still one or two more than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because I asked him about Columbia house CDs and if he's doing that, (laughs) he he laughed. He goes, no, but I do have a couple of Netflix homes. That I delivered DVDs. Like, wow, that's uh, talking about holding on to something. That's pretty. I commend you. I went to, we rented a movie from a red box one day, Mm -hmm. just on a whim. And uh, when we got it home, as soon as I opened it, I knew this was not going to work out. It was a blank CD or DVD that they had made a photocopy or tried to take the sticker off of. They've got this little tiny barcode that goes around the spindle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. connection right right and that's how they identify the movie somebody got that off of the actual disc so that they could keep whatever movie it was it was a kids movie we were going to watch the kids were all excited to watch it we get at home and i saw <laughs> that scratched up blank dvd i thought oh you bastards i was hoping that at least they would have had something interesting burned on it no it was blank mm-hmm. that happened to me with the red box yeah that's what i'm talking about red got, box. Uh, the ninja turtles yeah, I went and got the Ninja Turtles movie, one of the, the newer ones. Uh, I think it was out of the shot. And somebody just basically c- 
copied it onto a piece of paper and then cut out and it just like put it in there and it so they kept the D they DVD or a blank CD. It was just a piece of paper. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh wow, <laughs> just a sheet of paper. I think I they put like, the disc shit. in there just so that the weight would feel right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you would think they would at least go that far. It wasn't. It, as soon as I, I was like, as soon as I, I opened it, and I'm like, "What the hell, dude?" It was just a piece of paper. That's funny. They just in, in, cut the circle and photocopied. And it said Ninja Turtles on it and everything, dude. It was like just black and white piece of shit home printer shit. That's it sucked, man. You know that the why even do that? Just that's so unnecessary. Just just close it up, take this, and shuck it back in the box. They and then really I went. To, they, go they don't really have a good mechanic built into the red box. At least they didn't then to take a a. A cart, you know, because it's there. The package sh- is shaped like a cartridge. Once you put it back yes. in there, that's yes. how it handles it and reads it. To take it out of circulation, they'll you call their customer service and they'll make a note of it. And then the next time somebody comes to like fill it, they'll look for it and grab it. But it goes right back into the rental. Oh yeah, and I put it right back in. You. Yeah, I put it right back in there, and I'm like, uh, yeah. and I took. The, I actually just threw the paper away, and I just that was it. So it was in there. So there was just a cartridge in there with nothing, no disc, <laughs> no paper, no anything. And people were like, people, uh, oh, <laughs> hell no, man. I was pissed. That'd be dude. awesome no money if back either. sends you a bill for that piece of paper. Oh, man. I was so Like mad, you kept dude. the piece of paper, didn't you? I was yeah. so <laughs> Ninja Turtles paper. We want that. Yeah, that's ours. Hey, I, Randy sent a link for that that game. Do you want, guys want to check it out real quick? It looks pretty fucking cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's uh let's check this. Be out. your undoing. Round one. Fight. Yeah, let's uh. Oh, that's that's messed up. They're doing yeah, that on got, purpose. They got all the characters, and it looks pretty. Cool. They did that on purpose. That's crazy. It's pretty much every character. That's done. Very cool. Oh, my favorite scene in all Star Wars. Oh, that's cool. This is really cool. Oh, he can be thin and against Phasma. Oh. Wow, great. Voice. Oh, oh dang. Ahsoka and Maul. Oh, oh. Empress Palpatine. Okay. Oh. Palpatine versus Ray. You've got the scream in there. That's awesome. Yeah, that is rad. Oh, Ben Solo. Grenade face. <laughs> oh, you got Leia Organa. I have no use for you. Awesome. That is pretty looks, great. Is that real? That's real. That's real. Wow. Well, I mean, it's real in that someone made it. It's I just li- downloaded it. I'm going to check it out. It's fakely real. That's real until it gets taken the fuck down, too. So well, yeah. is it, selling it, so. Okay. Is it, is, it, uh, is there a PvP thing, or is it, like, is um, it multiplayer? I would assume, yeah, there's a versus. Yeah, it has game. to be. Yeah, I think that's there's cool, a uh, campaign and a uh, versus. Yeah, that's wow. cool. 
campaign. Yeah, it looks decent. So check it out. So hopefully we can do something with it on the uh, Patreon. Yeah, it's Dang. called Force Combat. You can go on YouTube and check that out for people that are listening. Trust me, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to want to watch this clip. Um, all right, guys. I think uh, that wraps up 311. Appreciate you guys listening. Mr. Tom Chansky, king of all pods, where can people find you? I do Patreon shows for the Sith List, Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, and Steel Wars. And you can find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be deleting years' worth of tweets commenting on Miles Teller's performance in Ready Player One. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for putting the Sith List on the uh, Patreon list you did right there. That was nice. I was thinking about you when I did it. Appreciate it. Randy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube slash The Sith List, where we do reaction episodes of all the most popular hit TV shows like uh, Family Matters. Oh, and you can find me on this podcast. Maybe we should do a Family Matters reaction. Only if Eric shows up. I think oh, I will. I think <laughs> uh, I think we got to. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That would be pretty cool. Boo, where can people find you and your bits? Uh, you can find my bits on uh, on this on this uh, wonderful podcast, and and now I guess you can find me on the Patreon for the Sith list. So yes, look yeah. for that Patreon members, or don't. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that, that's completely. At least look okay. at the thumbnail. Just look at the thumbnail. That's Please. probably the worst part, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Les Gonzalez, King of the Laz, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on this awesome podcast, also on Twitter at Lesson Eight. That's where you can. You can try. Uh, no, you also awesome. on our YouTube channel, uh, where we react to some awesome, cool shows. Reaction and breakdowns, by the way. We don't just react, guys. We break down the episodes that we watch right after we react. It's, it's kind of like a watch-along. If you want to call it a watch-along, you can, even though it's really a reaction. That's what watch alongs are. You're watching along, somebody right. watching something and reacting to those watch alongs. What we do is more like a reaction break dance. We do break dance a little bit like Turbo from Breaking. I just oh. used the 311 song title. You, you, oh, you did? It's a decent oh, time. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's okay, man. It's okay. Beyond the Gray Sky is a great one. Down. Oh, man. Yeah, see, memories. Eric, last but not least, where can people find you? What an episode. Don't Roll do that, ride. Randy. No, don't do that. <laughs> you can find me lamenting my life choices on this podcast and my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. Thank you, buddy. You can find me at The Sith List on all of the different social media platforms. And, um, yeah, check us out on Sithless.net, like guys, Sithless.com, I'm sorry, uh, where you can find all kinds of stuff. Guys, we'll catch you next week on episode number 312, right here on The Sithless. I'm in a good way, on a bad day, thinking of a plan, the way to stay on top of it, nailing it, I have been, I sit, sit, doing nothing, which what I've done so far.
to this.